Left. Right. Yo, you made it. You made it to the Valentine's Day episode. This is a exciting episode. We're talking about some do's, don'ts for the holiday. But most importantly, we are sharing with you the biggest scam of Valentine's Day. So listen on. I promise you this is uh, this is going to hit you hard. So uh, sorry it had to happen before Valentine's Day. Um, but let me know in the comments what you think. And uh, if we hit the nail right on the head. See you guys on the other side. This is Sip Talk. Grab a drink and enjoy. Cheers. 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 That brings us live. Hello, hello. My name is Justin DiGiulio. Welcome to Sip Talk, episode 166. I am in my basement in New Jersey, and I am joined from Charleston, South Carolina, by James, the Bosnator Boswell, man of many talents, philosopher, professional referee, bartender, most exciting of all, accountant. James, how are things holding up pre-Valentine's Day down there in sunny South Carolina? It hasn't really been sunny or warm in South Carolina the last couple of days. Well, you know why? Because that's because Valentine's Day, the icy, icy holiday, it's right around the corner. Uh, and with that, I uh, I need a drink. I got a big drink. Yeah. What are you uh, drinking down there? I'm sticking with the bush ice again tonight. Good, uh, good one, as always. So today we're talking about Valentine's Day. Uh, we're talking more specifically about whether or not Valentine's Day is a scam, where the holiday came from, what it means to people, what it means to your bank account this month, and uh, and what it means if you don't participate. Because I think that's another factor. So you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't on this particular holiday. And it is not a religious holiday, despite it. Well, it was a religious holiday at one <laughs> well, point. We're, we're going to get there, exactly. So... It has some religious roots, has some uh, Catholic roots, some roots in Rome. Uh, it's, a, it's an interesting holiday. Uh, and the fact that it is so popular now, I think, is one of the things I couldn't quite... I couldn't quite figure out where it went from being this Catholic holiday that was kind of fading to now being this super blockbuster of a holiday. So let me let me ask you this: Is it a holiday that you have participated in over the last couple of years? Over the last couple of years, um, define how many years? <laughs> you you tell me. Maybe say five or six. Maybe. Maybe maybe participated. Let me ask you a but question. Will it, like, there's a modifier that we need to throw in there, which is willingly. And no. Yeah, so I think I think that's actually the question that I'm asking. Um, if not, if willingly, um, why willingly, and what did you do? And if not willingly, uh, should I can't get my data here on uh, on the questions I asked before the podcast. But I asked question. I asked some questions beforehand. Is what are some un unrealistic expectations from Valentine's Day? What are some very realistic expectations from Valentine's Day? And then who should buy for whom? So you were saying whether you participated willingly or not. Um, yeah. You, you had to define that for me because, you know, I, well, I, I, I think any like, man, any man doesn't really want to participate. Right. You know, and that's what I'm gifts. saying is if we were to extend this to my entire dating history, Every single time, it's been the girl saying, what do you want to do for Valentine's Day? And um, I never have a good answer. Uh, in the relationship that I'm currently in, she asked if I want anything for Valentine's Day, and I said no. I said, I'll get something for you, but you don't need to get anything for me. How did that conversation start? So this is really what I want to delve into is like the the intricacies of, of how it starts uh, and uh, how the expe expectations are established. 
uh, let me dig through the text message history if you can if you can uh, stretch so did, time for a second. Did you now? Did you did you prompt this? Did you say, "Hey, are we doing something for for Valentine's Day?" Did, did I? Of course not. So she said to you effectively, "Hey, are we doing something for Valentine's Day?" And you said, "I will buy you something. Please don't buy me something." Uh, oh, let me see. Give me. <laughs> I, I, I just got to pull up the history. Give me a second. Okay, no, that's fine. Take your time. I'll, I, I I'll expand. So, really, my question here is: Is Valentine's Day a scam? Are we being scammed? Is it simply a greeting card holiday that has gone terribly wrong on the masses? The greeting card companies are winning big time. And all of us are just suffering because we're running around. We don't know what to do. The female doesn't know whether or not to to ask the, the dude if, if he's going to do anything for Valentine's Day. The dude isn't really you know excited about doing something because it's going to cost an arm and a leg to do so. I've got some stats on some average costs per person, per flowers, per gifts. So, and then, you know, if it is such a bad thing, is it the worst holiday? And then if not the worst holiday, what is? So I'll let you, I'll let you lead with your text message history because I assume the woman you're dating must really love the fact that you're sharing your intimate Valentine's Day text messages. Well, she's not, it's not like anybody that's listening to this knows who she is. So, um, I can't find it actually. Okay, fair enough. But, I I but, just realized is I may it the feel worst holiday. I think it I, might. I I just realized I may feel uncomfortable with you sharing this uh, this aspect of your relationship on air. Um, so Kjo asked, "Why is everyone so needy?" Uh, X Tina said, "I think Valentine's gets less important as females get older." So, my question to you and to those listening on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, etc. Is it the worst holiday? What are your thoughts, James? In some ways, I think it is because it takes something that, in my view, shouldn't be commoditized, which is like actual love and affection, and commoditizes it. Well, how is it commoditizing it, and and who and who's pushing for that? Hallmark, Um, Godiva, maybe. because but it, I feel it's, like it's ahead. created this illusion that, and it's primarily on the man to provide to the woman some kind of an experience or gifts on Valentine's Day. And if he doesn't, then he doesn't love her. So, and you can, and, and those experiences and things must cost money. Yes and no. I mean, everything. If you want to do anything, it costs money. You know, if I want to drive around for in the, the city, most part, you pay but... tolls and pay for gas. So, have you have you heard of this book called The Five Languages of Love? Yes. Are you familiar with the Five Languages of Love? I could probably name three or four of them off the top okay. of my head. Number one, words of affirmation. Number two, acts of service. Number three, physical touch. Number four, gifts. And number five, quality time. Now, do you have any questions on any of those? No. Do you know what uh, the person that you're seeing, do you know what her primary love language is? Um, probably physical touch. And she's told me this, actually. Um, physical touch, gifts, and words of that. For, no, not words. Uh, physical touch, um, time, and gifts. Those are the three that are the most important to her. Oh, she only did. Why didn't she just do all five? Well, you can have more <laughs> than one. <laughs> um, so well, I, have, I think it's totally reasonable to pick three. I, it is. It, it, it's nice to have all of them, actually. So if you if you had if you had the opportunity to choose all of them, you might as well. That that way you'd know somebody is really really into you. Um, so uh, K. Joe saying uh, restaurants are too crowded. And it's not romantic when people can, when other people can smell your food. Christina said it is the worst holiday. So the idea of the languages of love are understanding what makes the person you're with feel loved. And people express their love in different ways and often pref- have a preference in the way that it is presented to them. Oh, I found the conversation, by the way. It's short. Okay. All right. Throw the throw, uh, 
She uh, says, what do you want for Valentine's Day? I'm trying to live a little. I say, the antidote. Wait, so she said, what do you want for Valentine's Day? I'm trying to live a little. So what, what it's, that sounded like to me was, hey, I want to do something exciting this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And, and my response was, the antidote. The antidote to the Valentine's Day venom. Okay, which maybe, uh, yeah. hopefully, hopefully didn't sail over her head, but it may have. And, uh, um, I, I sent her the clip to which I was referencing. It's from a Family Guy episode. And then she, then I just said, seriously, I don't want anything for Valentine's Day. It's not a holiday I respect. I can get something for you, though. So you just you just shot her down. And sa- she said, I'd like to do something exciting. And you said, I don't want anything. It's a shitty day. But if you want, I guess I could do something for you. Yeah. People wonder like, why I spent years single. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, dude. Um, all right, we gotta we gotta teach you some social tact here, man. Um, you see, the thing is, this actually said, worked I'm excited, out for me. I'm excited to do something. I want to do something. I want to live a little this year. And you said, yeah, I'm not interested. But like, if you want to, I guess I could do something. Yeah, <laughs> believe it or not, this this strategy worked for me. Yeah, uh, to your knowledge, thus far, it it has worked. Um, yeah, right. a lot of times the long game doesn't work, doesn't so, work quite as well. But uh... okay, so you know, and I think you and I are kind of on the same page on this. That uh, I prefer to be the giver on Valentine's Day. It just simplifies it. Also, you know, traditionally in a heterosexual traditional relationship, it's the it's the male giving to the woman now, yep. and and traditionally the male being the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Provider. The provider. So I think if you simplify it to that, and obviously things are changing these days, none of my business, you know, my relationship is different than anybody else's relationship. But, you know, when you have one person giving and then another person giving, then you get into a situation where one person could give more than the other one. And then it's just a little bit weird. So if we've just predetermined that it's going to be one person giving, that simplifies it. And then when the other party doesn't give anything, you can really give the bare minimum. I'm joking joking on that. But I I said this before in our discussion before the episode, but I think it's a really important point. How many guys have you ever met that get excited for Valentine's Day? Well, I'm, I'm very none. And I'd actually, I would like to have a conversation with, someone who's not in a heterosexual relationship i you know i think i think that could be an interesting perspective on this because two guys in a relationship i'm sure they're probably you know as a whole more excited than one guy in a heterosexual relationship or two women in a relationship you know who know i don't know i i i imagine actually funny uh this thought just went through my head. I imagine two men in a relationship might get more excited about Valentine's Day than two women in a relationship. I would but, make the same guess. But that's a guess, and that's just based on my uh, you know, bias, I guess. I don't know. Uh, my prejudice or something. Um, <clears throat> but the way that I, I like to think of Valentine's Day is, look, you know, there's a duty that needs to be done. Let's do the duty. You can enjoy it, and, and we'll live on, and you know, we'll do our best to have a nice day. That being said... I, I can't keep up with these comments, actually. Um, but Let's try and hit some of those real quick. Do you want to you shout them out? Because then I want to get into some of the traditional things that are done for, for Valentine's Day, what the costs look like for that. All right. So, yeah, Christina's saying it's the worst holiday. Um, so, uh, A. Walker was saying that they were born on February 13th, so it wasn't, like, a big deal because they were getting gifts for their birthday, like, the day beforehand. So, yeah, that kind of takes a lot of the sting out of Valentine's Day because you just had a, a day to celebrate. Or it makes it easier because, like, if you're dating them, then you can just be like, hey, it's a two-for-one. Um, <laughs> That's totally not fair, by the way. <laughs> um, favorite day to go out to dinner is February 27th. I don't know why you would pick that day. I don't know what's – that's Kejo says that. Um, we got February 15th is V-Day for side women, says A. Walker. And then <laughs> – for those who celebrate Valentine's Day, how much is it about one another um, posting for social media for your friends and family to see? And I think that, like, 
for the people that are going to be posting to social media, they would have been they would have been doing that annoying behavior before and or after Valentine's Day, anyways. Well, so my experience with restaurants for Valentine's Day. So yeah, all all very good points. Thank you guys. Um, and yeah, you know, people like to share aspects of their life on social media, and typically they like to share the nicest looking aspects of their life. And if you're going to do something extra nice on Valentine's Day, why not post it if that's what you're into? But actually, let me back up. One of the pros, so we totally skipped over this. We got into the language of love. One of the pros of Valentine's Day is that it forces you to speak in certain languages of love, right? You're compelled to do something, whereas it's probably not every day or every week or probably ever in your relationship that you give flowers or give chocolates or any gifts. And people two years or six years or 60 years into a, into a relationship very likely may not go out and make reservations at nice restaurants. So you're compelled to do these things. You're compelled to spend the time together. That is a major benefit of Valentine's Day is that whether you're doing it because everybody else is doing it, you still are doing it. You got these five different languages of love that are very real. And if you know what your partner's preferred language is, you can really hit a home run on Valentine's Day. And that's good for relationships. Now, there's a lot of potential bad shit that can happen on Valentine's Day. And now I'll lead into the restaurant recommendations because uh, <clears throat> restaurants are a fucking disaster on Valentine's Day. If you Now, it's February 8th that we're recording this. If you haven't made a reservation by today, there's a very high probability the restaurant you're interested in does not have any open tables. And uh, Oh, no way. Per open table data in 2017, an open table may be a bit more. It's a, it's a, there's like resi open table. There's maybe one other that are pretty popular to do online bookings. Online open table, I think, is the biggest. It's the b biggest one I know. Um, but they say that 40% of restaurants are fully booked one week in advance. And I assume that there's a decent number of restaurants like Applebee's, and Arby's that maybe may factor into that. I don't know. Uh, that, that wouldn't be booked. But if it's a nice restaurant, it is probably booked one week at minimum. So if you haven't made your, your reservation by now. <laughs> Jess it, says the best day to buy edible arrangements is the day after Valentine's Day. <laughs> probably true. Yeah, you can get some deals on February 15th. <laughs> the best day to buy edibles might actually just be Valentine's Day, though, if you're looking to cruise through it. Uh, on TikTok, I have a comment from Lisa. Have either of you heard of Sweetest Day in October where the woman buys or plans something for the guy? No, I, I haven't heard that one. That's, that one sounds interesting. So look, so let's talk about restaurants. Not only is it almost impossible to get a table, almost everybody is showing up to the reservation on Valentine's Day. Yeah, unless and, they had a solid fight beforehand. Yeah, it would have to be pretty solid. Um, so most people are showing up. Yeah, I, I imagine more people hold their reservations on Valentine's Day than any other day of the year. Um, yeah, Poulter's got to be pretty good that day. And it's it's <clears throat> it's a great day for restaurants. They are extremely packed. Uh, I imagine they try to turn over tables as quickly as possible. And they usually have like a price fix menu, like a limited menu. Uh, you know, my guess is in New York City, you could probably get a three course menu. Um, with maybe a glass of champagne for like 75 bucks. Yeah. And also servers working on Valentine's Day, are like that's a lot of people's least favorite day to work because it, it's, it, you're, you're not getting a pleasant crowd on Valentine's Day. Well, there's a lot of pressure. That's the thing about restaurants on Valentine's Day is that there's high anxiety on both sides because you know especially if it's like a dude taking a i can only speak from the perspective of a guy I, you know sorry audience that's that's all i got but as a guy that's taking a girl out especially if it's somewhere that you struggled to get reservations for or you just got by last minute with a reservation or it's a nicer place than you would normally go to which is probably what you should be springing for on a, on a valentine's day your anxieties are a little high 
the place is already packed. You know they're busy. A lot of anxiety on the restaurant end. Your waiter's overwhelmed. The kitchen's overwhelmed. It's uh, it's really a recipe for disaster. And it's, for whatever reason, they must like slide some extra tables in there on the restaurant floor because restaurants always seem more packed to me on Valentine's Day. Uh, the comment about being able to smell the food of the people next to you, that's kind of gross, actually. Yeah. Um, it's been a while since I've gone out to a restaurant on Valentine's Day. If I ever have done it, I'm not really sure. Well, you know the the see. It's a nice thing that you have the the price fix menu or the set menu or something like that. But I find even still, then the food is just kind of pumped out, and it's never as good as it is on a regular night at the restaurant. You have a limited selection, which. Fair enough. They're giving you a limited selection, so it's easier for them to pump out this food fast, so you're not waiting forever. But I never find it to be as good. If you want, you know, a steak medium rare, you know, whatever it might be, it's kind of luck of the draw. Um, it's it very it's less likely to be exactly how you want things. Um, yeah. And on top of being packed, high anxiety for the customers and for the staff, it's on the restaurant's end a night four one-star reviews yep <laughs> like you know nobody's gonna have an anxious night where they go out to a super crowded restaurant it's packed and the waiters are super busy kitchen super busy and they're writing five-star reviews i could barely get a, i could barely get a reservation the place was packed you know super busy the waiters were overwhelmed the kitchen was overwhelmed i you know i had a salad and 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 a, yeah a, and, a, and an entree five stars and then we got in a fight afterwards, and now we're no longer together, and I blame the restaurant. Yeah, th- th- but that's the point. Is It's a, it's a recipe for one-star reviews, Valentine's Day, at, at a restaurant. So it's, it's, it's really a shame. Um, um, real quick uh, pop quiz here. So the, the most recent statistic I have is from 2017. What's the average amount that people spend on Valentine's Day per person? Okay, so I have a number. Um, yours is from where? 2017. What, what? Where did you get it, though? Not disclosing my sources. <laughs> okay. So, so I don't know what year this was, but this is the National Retail Federation, which I don't even know if that accounts for, for food, but they said an average of 161.96. Okay. That, that fits pretty closely. I'm guessing that that's a more recent number than 2017. Well, it probably wouldn't be 2020 or 2021. But mm, maybe- yeah, good point. Uh, so uh, what the you number, number I got was 136, but okay. and again, it's probably it's also regional. I don't know. I don't know exactly where my data data was from. I heard National Retail Federation. I don't know what year. I, I I'll believe your data, but like one, I'd say 136 and 161 are close enough. That's a lot but, of money to spend on one day. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and, it is so. I want to. I want to talk about. I want to talk about costs uh, uh, for a second longer. But I also want to talk about what are some things that you should do on Valentine's Day, and then maybe what are some off Valentine's Day alternatives. So things that you can do, but not especially in honor of Valentine's, or maybe non-traditional Valentine's ideas. So look. So I I went online before the podcast and I priced out some flowers. Now, take a guess what having a bouquet of roses delivered on Valentine's Day costs. 85 bucks. You are pretty close. So, uh, a uh, two dozen roses, which I think the difference between one dozen roses and two dozen roses was like $10 difference. And two dozen roses compare, you know, so if you're sending flowers to somebody's office, and there's a good chance there's other people there getting flowers. Spring the extra ten bucks. Go with the two dozen. It's just going to look more full. It's going to be a nicer. Uh, what were the prices? Uh, so this is with vase, but nothing more. And you can do all these add-ons from a teddy bear to chocolate to, you know, the sexy Valentine's Day staple uh, chocolate-covered pretzel rods. Um, but there was a lot of add-ons you could do. So this is just the basics. This is the two dozen roses in a, in a vase was sixty one ninety nine. Um, and then of course, and this is one eight hundred flowers. And that's and, delivered. And like then including shipping, handling, all that other stuff. Well, there's a fourteen ninety nine holiday surcharge. Okay. And then after tax and whatever else they threw on there, uh, I had a hundred and one 
22. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> when I saw that, when I saw that, <laughs> so when my, I, my guess was smack in the middle but of I think, where you started and where you ended. But I think that I was thinking the same way. I was like, oh, 75, 80 bucks. And then I see 61.99. I said, okay, that's better than I thought it would be. You know what's better to do than ordering these flowers? Um, I, I, I did think, this once and it actually worked. I think we, I have the same recommendation, but, but shout it out. Go for it. Go to a wholesale flower shop. And get, like, two or three bunches of flowers, like roses, tulips, whatever you want. But get, like, two or three bunches of flowers that are, and each one will run you somewhere between 15 and 20 bucks. So you're looking at 40 to $50 worth of flowers. And then go to, like, your yard or somewhere and pick out just, like, some trees with, like, just... They take off some. I'm serious. Take so, off some trees and like get some leaves and like some other greenery to kind of stage and below and build your own flower bouquet for your significant other. It will look way better, or it might not look better, but like you can say, "I did this myself" instead of somebody else did this. And like, well, yes, I think I think you're really onto something. I think very simply, if you just go to a flower shop and pick out some flowers you are probably going to get a much better deal than if you order them online and but i'm um, saying build the bouquet yourself instead of having somebody else do it well, yeah, i was but, able to do it and i'm the least artistic person you'll ever meet all you need is water a pair of scissors and that's it yeah and you can also you can make your own vase if you've ever had flowers before you probably have some leftover vases yeah or so, you can just buy a vase for like 6 or 7 bucks so i in i had the same idea in mind so what i did was i i searched online there's also my notes here i searched online for some local flower shops and there's one literally downstairs from my office it's called scott's flowers nyc and they have that same bouquet of flowers it's, it's not all roses it's just red flowers and so i'm thinking oh maybe it's a little bit cheaper and so now bear in mind this is midtown manhattan um now this didn't come with any chocolate covered pretzel rods it didn't come with teddy bear or any type of chocolate it i don't even think it came with a vase probably though i imagine they'd throw one in um so just this bouquet of red flowers not all roses just red flowers throw it in the shopping cart click on the shopping cart icon 500 bucks and for ten dollars more you get a handwritten note rather than a printed note well after, if you're spending the 500 dollars <laughs> after tax it was uh and there was another surcharge uh it was 566 dollars so, uh, i'm guessing you passed yeah well i was doing some research of course just for the podcast uh but i think i think you're right the best way to do it would be to just go to a flower shop pick some flowers usually flower shop people are pretty friendly i am mansion on not the fourth of july what's it called valentine's they might they might be a, a little higher stress in that in that shop but um, yeah but if you just go to a wholesale flower shop they're just going to have flowers laying around and like they'll usually have them in bunches and you can just be like give me one of those one of those one of those and then you go home and you put bouquet together yourself and it's incredibly easy you just cut the stems so that they're all kind of like different heights that look good and then you get some like leaves and other stuff that you can just find in your yard and put those around to kind of like have a base to it so it's not just flowers sticking out of the vase. It'll take you 20 or 30 minutes to do. It'll come out to be less than half the cost of it. Uh, and uh, you did it yourself. Same, we're on the same page about this. We're definitely on the same page about this. Now, I want to get into some traditional, traditional, what's traditionally done. So giving flowers, definitely one. Um, we already Chocolates. talked about we we already talked about the restaurant. So booking a restaurant, high stress, potentially terrible idea. Uh, a restaurant, you got to reserve in advance. Do not expect to turn up at any restaurant, even probably an Applebee's on Valentine's, and expect to have a seat. And then chocolates. You were uh, spot on the money with chocolates. Now I was never a fan of giving just that. Uh, What's the chocolate maker that starts with an R? I think they have the the hearts with the with the chocolates inside. Somebody help me out on this one. Russell Stover's. Russell Stover. 
Um, you, are you familiar with this at all, or it's been a while since you've given Valentine's Day chocolate? Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> so, yeah, Russell Stover's makes the heart-shaped pack of chocolates. You can also get some other ones at the store. You can pick those up at a CVS, um, you know, or a Walgreens or something. So, for me, never been a big fan of that. Um, unfortunately, I've spent hundreds of dollars on specialty chocolate shops, you know, in Manhattan. I don't think that's any better. I, I still think there's some nicer things you can do than spending a ton of money on chocolates. But chocolate is another traditional one. What else? Oh, this is a good one. Like an exercise bike or like a treadmill? Okay. Send the uh, right message on Valentine's Day. <laughs> so that's uh, that's maybe non-traditional. Or maybe some weights or some like, yeah, some weights, some running shoes. Um, some slim fast. Yeah, that, that's a good one too. Um, give me, give me another traditional Valentine. <laughs> give me another. Uh, you guys should see uh, a movie. Chat going, going to a movie? I, 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 that's never. How is that not like an idea? Is yeah, in bonus, I, you don't have to talk for like two hours. So I think if this was Family Feud, going to a movie might be might be last on the list. But I'll give you, I'll give you movies. Um, movies. Never a great date idea, but no, uh, but traditional dating date. somebody for a while, it's a fine idea. It's it's a terrible first date. It's a terrible second and third date. But if it's like the twenty third date or something, well, it's I would fine. also say it's a it's a terrible special date. But yeah, I could see how couples go to the movies, and probably some movies come out in Valentine's Day. So so there's oh, those are not that. the movies you want to see though. <laughs> um, okay, how about? So you mentioned exercise equipment, but um, <laughs> but traditionally jewelry is given as a gift. Yeah, and, I really uh, hope that people weren't taking me seriously on the exercise equipment. <laughs> I don't think anyone was. Um, but no, jewelry traditionally given. There was actually, I, I was reading something, they said like Oxfam was pushing back and giving jewelry because the gold trade is really bad and the, there's a lot of waste when mining gold yeah it's the same you can say the same thing about chocolate actually and, and candy well, <laughs> and anything candy, that sugar cane too but like but no like the chocolate's a pretty exploitative um commodity if it's real chocolate yeah yeah which uh, less and less chocolate that you can buy in the united states is real chocolate actually interesting fact um uh and 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 the one that we missed, and I, you know, I gave you some some tips on this early on, is a Valentine's Day card. Remember, it's a hallmark. It's a holiday that's been invented by by the greeting card company. So, giving a a, a greetings card, a Valentine's Day card. And what do you do when you're when you're a kid in school? That's where a lot of the money from Valentine's Day goes. Actually, is like kids buying Valentine Valentine's Day cards for everybody else in the class. Uh, I, I have a very strong feeling that that's probably not allowed anymore where parents buy these Valentine's Day things and the kids get Valentine's to the whole class. But that sucks because having to give a Valentine to the person you have a crush on, I think, is is something that you need to stress the fuck out about as a kid. I, think I don't that, know. It takes, the, it takes the pressure off if you're like, yeah, here's a Valentine for you. And oh, by the way, I'm giving them to everybody else. So like, <laughs> it provides really good cover. That's the thing is like why why I mean I remember as, as a kid just being so immensely terrified to give a Valentine to whoever I had a crush on that particular year in you know that month of that whatever particular year in elementary school, um, but you're just giving everybody the same bullshit like uh, Looney Tunes. Uh, yeah, Valentine. I, mean, I think we need to take a step back and think about how bigger racket greeting cards are how much does a greeting card cost when you go to cvs and buy one six bucks at least yeah at least some of them are think about what goes into that <laughs> that's i mean that's a whole job where you just write greeting card ideas well you know what i want to get the job like i want to meet the guy who came up with the idea of a greeting card that is blank inside <laughs> <laughs> which is a very very typical card yeah just, i want like and i really hope that, that 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 guy got a massive raise because now we don't even have to pay the writers <laughs> like uh, the front says happy valentine's day not really like <laughs> we don't need to contact mensa to come up with these ideas 
So green... and this thing cost me twenty five dollars to manufacture. I'm probably selling it wholesale for two or three bucks, and then CVS is selling it retail for six or seven bucks. Like it's just a gravy train, man. Well, so yeah, greeting cards are a racket. However, back to the five languages of love, there are people who really like words of affirmation. So the greeting card is a great way to do that. Now, being forced to get a greeting card definitely sucks. But it's a, uh, it's a very real aspect of sharing your feelings with someone. Yeah, Lisa um, says, now that you break it down, Valentine's Day is quite the production. Yes, it is. <laughs> So I'm, I want to get into the actual true history of Valentine's Day. But first, I want to talk about some non-traditional things you can do on Valentine's Day if you don't want to spend money on chocolates, greeting card, jewelry, a restaurant, flowers, which are all the traditional traditional Valentine's Day things. Stay and, home. Watch a that, Futurama marathon. <laughs> and that adds up pretty quick. So... I think after this podcast, I'm going to have to give you some some solid ideas and some things that you could do, kind of go big or go home, because that's what was requested of you. But now I think because you kind of shot it down and you gave some kind of backhanded, well, we can do it if you want. Um, I think you really need to pay attention to this stuff. So, so inviting someone over to watch an adult cartoon, probably not top of their list. FYI, <laughs> I know you. Would, I know you would like that. Uh, but you got to do something a bit unique in this night. It's got to be a bit special. So inviting someone over and cooking for them and cooking maybe something a bit more complicated than you're used to. I know we had this whole episode about hosting a date at home, which would be a great episode to see, the Sip Talk episode, how to host a date at home. Um, but cooking, and, and we talked about how you should practice the meal first, but... But cooking for someone at home on Valentine's Day, I think, is a really nice thing that you can do. It's probably going to be a hell of a lot cheaper than even giving a, a fixed menu at a restaurant at 75 bucks a head. You can get in there to the grocery store for two and then some uh, for probably less than 75 bucks, depending on what you're cooking. Um, and... Uh, I th I, you know you're getting some comments here about what you should be doing on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at um, Keijo's recommendation about wild common downtown. Well, look, here's what happens is I'm talking to you, all right, and then I read the comments, continue talking to you, and I just watch you kind of fade out, go and Google something, look back at me with this kind of empty stare. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, that Which is happen. exactly what just happened right now. Uh so, here's what I think you should do. I think you should cook something on Valentine's Day. you have any ideas? Yes. Okay. What do you got in mind? Do, um... No, this is for you. This is an idea for yourself. Oh. This is no, very it... personal. No, cooking at home is not a good idea because that's something that I do with her all the time. Well, you could still do it. You just have to up, up the ante a little bit. So... How about some cocktails? How about some nice... So you, got, you have roommates, so maybe you, you send your roommates out. Send them... Get, get your roommates something, like a nice spa gift certificate. Send oh, yeah, because that's totally... <laughs> <laughs> send your brother out with a spa gift certificate. Get him out of the house. you got to make some nice food, something new, something you never made before, and uh, maybe make some nice cocktails. You stop at the liquor store, get some, some ingredients that you're... Uh, you're not familiar, you know, you, you don't often have, or you've, you've only had once or twice. Make some cool cocktails that way. I will make you, drinks only with Amaros. I think that's a great idea. It fits it, for Valentine's Day. Yeah, very Let's much. Let's be so. bitter. <laughs> uh, Hi, Marie. Yeah, but I think Amaros a, 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 a nice uh, uh, liqueur to, to be using. I'm not a fan of Amaro as a flavor. Um, okay. So, cocktails at home. Very good one. Uh, you could also make some chocolate-covered strawberries. Now, that would be, uh, you know, that, that that could be in your style, right? You That's easy to do. Yeah, it's easy to do. Believe it or not, she does not like chocolate. How about white chocolate? 
She's she, more in she favor. Likes of, you. <laughs> yeah, more in favor of white chocolate, but only by a smidge. <laughs> um, all right. So then I got I got some other ideas. You could um... Lisa says to buy my roommates a couple's massage. That would be hilarious. <laughs> um, it would. I would spend the money to do that if I knew that they would actually go and take me up on the offer. I just know that it would be rejected. You don't have to tell them it's a couple's massage. They just you just tell them they're getting massages and uncomfortable. They would they know something's up. up. <laughs> the simple fact that I would do something like this, they'd immediately like, what What are you planning here? Um. All right. So. That's the uh, problem with a lot of my pranks is that my reputation precedes me and I can't pull them off. So look, if you guys have Valentine's Day ideas for James or for anybody, you can click the link in my Instagram profile while we're live and, uh, and you can jump in and, and share your tips for Valentine's Day. So look, here's some other unconventional ideas for Valentine's Day. You could go temporarily single. You could cut things off right before Valentine's Day. My suggestion would be the week before just so nobody gets suspicious and then you get the night off is that not <laughs> is that an option for you this seems like i i can see a lot of ways in which this would backfire <laughs> well if you're gonna be single it's then you're I mean, if I'm gonna be single we might as well just get started on it now well, <laughs> that's, that's where we're headed eventually apparently um so but by but, that same know, logic you're gonna die eventually someday so why not just end it now on your own terms um, not that I'm suggesting that. He's not suggesting that. And if you feel that way, call the suicide hotline. We want you to live. Um, but the thing about Valentine's Day is it can end really bad because people have people. A lot of people actually end up in breakups after Valentine's Day, and it's because there's high expectations. You know, and, that was and, me once, at least once. Yeah. So tell me what happened with that, and then I'm going to give you a couple a couple more to do. With now you this was a long me. time ago. I was a freshman in college, and um, I asked her what she wanted for Valentine's Day, and she says, I don't want you to get me anything. I just want you to watch this movie with me, and I want you to just appreciate the movie. And my poor-ass college student brain said, don't have to spend any money. All right. So she sits me down, and she puts the movie on. Any guess what the movie was? What year was it? 2005. Brokeback Mountain? No. That would have been better. <laughs> what was it? The Notebook. Oh, The Notebook. That's a nice movie. And she says, "I just want you to watch this movie and appreciate it, and like, just don't don't make any commentary." Take a guess how long I lasted. <laughs> Less than six minutes. Like, I don't think I even made it a minute in. It's a pretty sappy. Uh, it's a pretty sappy. And after after the movie ended, she's like. You can't take anything seriously, even for me, when I say it's the only thing I want for Valentine's Day. I was like, you, you made a really poor choice. Uh, well, that's hard to hear that, man. I, you, I don't uh, regret it. So A man think, must stand on his principles. I think, I think, uh, I think your technique might, might need some, some tuning up. The, heard that. What do you want for Valentine's Day? Maybe not the, the best best angle to go in at maybe well, look i was 18 maybe, at the time so like, like let's well, cut me sounds, some slack here yeah but it's it, now that you've lived almost double <laughs> the life um your approach hasn't changed too much either hey, so, this time she asked me what i wanted and i said honestly i don't want anything i don't want anything i'll do something if you know whatever just so you're satisfied i think what you should hey, do that's improvement really moving forward should be hey can you make sure you're free on this day i'd like to do something no details. Just make sure you're free. And that way, you're not really setting high expectations. You're not setting low. You're not setting low expectations. You're just setting some basic expectation, which I also think for you would be nice for your partner. Look, at this point, we've been together for like six or seven months. Her expectations are realistic with me. For first, first Valentine's Day, though. Okay, so look. So... If you do find yourself single on Valentine's Day, um, you could uh, you could get together some single friends because they're probably also doing nothing on Valentine's, and you guys can go hang out somebody's house. Go to a bar. And well, that's my next one. Go to so, a but, bar and catch the post dining Valentine's Day crowd. 
you're guaranteed to find at least one newly single person. So hold up, I got here's here's two parts. If you, you can you can go get drunk with your friends, go to one of their houses. You can do it for much cheaper than you do if you go to a bar. If you go to a bar and you're single on Valentine's Day, go to the bar solo because you're bound to get laid. Because uh, because think about what the crowd looks like on Valentine's Day. And these are the people going. Hold on, Rush. Rush makes a good point. Hanging <laughs> with a bunch of guys on the most romantic day of the year. Great idea. Well, I think the better idea is to go to the bar solo. You can but, watch uh, Brokeback Mountain with a bunch of guys. <laughs> that would be uh, a little gayer. Uh, um, but yeah, I would suggest going to the bar, uh, but or just hanging out with your friends because they're bound. If they're single, they're bound to be free that night as well, um, or they're secretly seeing somebody and they haven't told you and they're not free because that would be the only reason they wouldn't want to hang out with you. Um, uh, and look, other reasons why they wouldn't want to hang out with you. And if you uh, if if you're trying to go after somebody and you find yourself broke. This is the best thing I could come up with, and it is probably the worst thing you could possibly do. But if you're broke and you're single, this is what you should do. You should write some poetry. <laughs> you should, uh, should write some nice poetry. That might be worse than doing nothing. <laughs> That's uh, no. I, I want. I wanted to deliver that as more serious, um, as as a more serious way. But there's no I, way. I stand I, by I, my that comment. Be, that could be taken seriously. Um, so look, we got we got a few minutes left, and I want to talk about the genesis of the day of St. Valentine. Um, There's something really appropriate from the history that I found. Well, so uh, this is according to NPR that uh, in mid-February, a Roman fertility festival was held called Lupercalia. And uh, supposedly they're honoring the she-wolf Luper, or, and, and at the same time, uh, Faunus, the god of fertility, which is like a, looks like a deer. Okay. And then, because the, it's fawn, Faunus. And then Luper is a she-wolf, which looks kind of like a, a wolf. Well, but, yeah. but feminine somehow. But, but like, yeah. Um, weird looking wolf, in my opinion. I, I saw there's a big statue of it, and uh, it was a, it was a fertility festival. So men would sacrifice a, a goat and a dog, and then whip women with the bloody skins of the dead animal to increase their fertility. Because I don't know, how, knows, I don't, I can't think of a better way to get in the mood. Yeah, well, you know, if you're uh, if you're not very fertile, it's always good to just have uh, bloody animal skin whipped on you. Uh, so, so the I, history that I found, hold on, because this is where well, I, this is the tie-in. Okay, well, I, it's, pro- it's probably I, you know I have I have some more history here, but I'm I'm curious what you got. Um, that it originated as a Christian feast day honoring one or two early Christian martyrs named Saint Valentine, and I can't think of a better holiday to celebrate men being martyred. <laughs> um, yeah, well, well put, actually, well put. That's actually not. The story that I got, and this one, this one sounds a bit more fairy tale to me. But apparently, there was several a, uh, a, a, a Valentine in the Catholic history. So, uh, all right, let me let me pick up where I left here, left off here. So, yeah, so there's several uh, Saint Valentines who have been canonized by by the Catholic Church, but. Apparently, Emperor Claudius II, uh, leader of Rome, had big, big armies. And these armies would go out for very long times. And what happened was the men in the army were, had abandoned their families. And uh, they were kind of half-hearted, super homesick, and just not doing great in the battlefield. They, you know, they, they were away from their families for so long. Um, so what he did was... He uh, he banned marriages, which that's an know, interesting solution. Yeah, I I also agree. So it just means you continue to get more younger men. And, <laughs> the problem with our men being unhappy because they're being sent away on long missions is because they miss their families and they miss their wife. 
So the obvious solution here, the obvious problem is not that we're sending them away on long trips to some godforsaken country to fight and die. No, the problem is that they have families. Yes, yeah, so now, but I, I, I was actually thinking, like, wouldn't you want them to fight hard so they would want to come home to their families? That's kind of you know. So to me, it didn't. It seemed a bit counterproductive. Um, but he, so, so Emperor Claudius II banned marriages, and there was a, a Catholic priest, Father Valentine, and he, despite what the emperor said, continued to wed young couples until the emperor found out and had. Uh, Father Valentine sentenced to death, which is, uh, you know, kind of a shitty sentence, especially if you're a priest. And uh, what happened when he was in jail is young couples would visit him and pass him notes and gifts. And Father Valentine fell in love with the jailer's daughter. This is where it gets a bit fairy taley. Uh, Father Valentine fell in love with the jailer's daughter. And on the day of his execution, February 14th, he passed her a note that that was signed from your Valentine. It's a very fairy taleish, um, but who knows? Maybe uh, you know. Maybe <clears throat> maybe that's the the true story. If maybe... I knew that I was going to die tomorrow, maybe I would pass off a of Valentine. <laughs> I think you should make an, I think you should make a handmade Valentine. You go to the craft store, get some pink or red paper. Cut out some hearts. I think that could be nice. I might actually do my own idea of the whole flower shop thing. I think that's a good idea, too. I got one more thing. I got one more thing, and then we can we can spitball about some some good ideas this year and how to stay how to stay cheap. But uh, I started reading. <laughs> actually, my, my thought isn't even finished in this, but I started reading about Cupid, uh, who, who was the Roman god of love. And Cupid is depicted as a young, naked, chubby boy. Yeah, like a toddler almost. Yeah, but it just kind of fits in line with the Catholic's uh, obsession with chubby, naked young men. Yeah, it's weird. It's Although, I guess, historically predicative. (laughs) Exactly my point. So it was a little... A little weird, and, and it's just, you know, I actually stopped reading the history of Cupid when I just made this connection. They're like, "Oh yeah, it's this young cherub, little chubby, infantile boy," and I was just like, "Just like the, just like the priests like him. That's fucked up." And and I don't know how else you know this symbolization of uh, of Cupid, <laughs> the god of love, makes any sense as no. a baby boy. Maybe he was just happy for being alive that you know he had been conceived so he wanted to encourage more and and somehow had wings well most gods have wings most angels that's you know they're and also uh, i don't know a bow and arrow well i hear archery's coming back i told you i got a bow and arrow set for christmas so i'm excited to use that (laughs) i'm gonna buy a slingshot i think a slingshot could be cool is there uh, um is that related to uh I'm just thinking of who's the giant. Is that related David to David and Goliath? And the answer is no. No, no. I was thinking David and Goliath, but <laughs> no, no. That's yeah. That's like a sling where like you like whip the thing around and then you let go one one of the ends and it shoots out. I'm talking about a slingshot where you just kind of like pull back on like a rubber thing and release. Oh, I suppose I never made that connection. I always thought it was a slingshot, but now that you mention it, I've always read sling. So yeah. Not my, you know, it would be it'd be one thing if the if the violence in New York City was coming from like crossbows and 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 slingshots and things like that, and, and I, like swords and armor, dude, that would be awesome. <laughs> oh man, don't get me started with the freaking. I I called into the to NPR this morning to uh, to talk to the Manhattan Borough President or somebody at Manhattan Council or something like that. Uh, they're talking about homelessness, and then they and then they went on to talk about old people in Manhattan and how we needed to make the city more friendly for old people and put in benches and things like that. I was, but then I was thinking, but you just took the, all the benches out because the homeless people make them their home. And so, um, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a different subject. Anything else I should know about, uh, about Valentine's day, about your Valentine's day. So you're going to do some arts and crafts. The, the make your own, the make your own bouquet of flowers, I think is brilliant. Now, given it's February in all places, 
cold and warm. Most of the places that are nearby me are cold. You're probably not finding any flowering plants outside, so you may have to go to a florist to pick up. You have to. Like, all the flowers that you're going to get are going to be from like Chile and Ecuador. Yeah. Um, but then you're saying you get some flowers, and then you can get some extra things that you get outside. Like some ferns or something like that, yeah? No, ferns you're going to have trouble with in February, too. <laughs> it's probably, well, but yeah. yeah, that's the idea, is get some, like, green roughage or whatever to, to fill out the bottom part of it, and, um... Are you tying it up with string, or are you putting it in a vase? What's your... I don't know, this is, this, is, this plant has barely reached the stages of infancy. Okay, well, I, you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping you can pull this to pull this off and and put something nice together and and send a photo my way because I think that would be, I think that would be nice. I also think you ought to cook something nice, maybe make some unique cocktails that you haven't made before. Try to make it a little special, a little. Sh I think, I think what's expected is a little bit of showmanship. I think, I think that's really the take home here is that you need to do something that you wouldn't do every other day. And you don't necessarily need to break the bank, but you need to show that you care and you want it to be interpreted under the right language of, of that person's preferred love language. Yeah, I still think it's funny, though, like men are content with nothing and, and women are the ones who need all this all this panache. Well, we haven't spoken to any homosexual people or, or sexually non-binary people, so I'm, I'm curious how that plays out. I have I have no perspective on it, but except for curiosity. Um, but, and, but seriously, like I can think of, I, if I were to ask every male friend that I have and say, in all your in all the Valentine's days that you've been in relationships, have you ever been upset that like she didn't really do anything for you? Were you were you really expecting her to do something great for you? And I can guarantee you to a T, they'd be like, no, and I don't really care. I'm oftentimes surprised when the gift is reciprocated and um you know, and that that happens, but I, I think it's okay if it's not reciprocated from from the lady. Uh, one more comment from Let Love Rain on TikTok: uh, Spa or give each other a massage. Oh, giving somebody a massage always a good one. Or you can like make that book of things that you'll do for people. Like you can make a book of. Oh no no no! That's a terrible idea. <laughs> You've done it. Why is somebody no, still no, no, no. collecting it's one of it? My favorite stories is. Um, People, this came got, from got, a Reddit thread minutes. where, like, yeah, I can do it in two. No, take your uh, time. We got, the the we story got. is, what was the worst Valentine's Day gift you ever got? And one of them was, like, a book of, like, coupons or whatever. And, for example, it would be, like, one free argument win. And he's like, <laughs> trust me, the time that you try and cash in on the one free argument win is the worst time possible. Because that just makes things worse. And the other one that I thought was even better was like the one free BJ coupon. Because again, you're in the middle of a fight and you break out the one free beach coupon. You're not getting a beach. She's just going to be a lot angrier. <laughs> so the idea of the coupon book for those who aren't familiar with is it's favors, whether it's sexual or, or, or not, that can be cashed in at any point moving forward in that relationship. And generally, it sounds from James. Uh, I, I'm just imagining this. I can't believe that you would cheat on me with Susan. Um, honey, I know this is not exactly what you were expecting this to be cashed in, but uh, what do you say? And what, what card are you holding up? Uh, probably the free beach. <laughs> well, if the, if the relationship <laughs> is over, that one doesn't work. That would be the time to deploy the uh, one free argument win. Um, yeah, they're, they're, either one's good, but so, I can promise you that you're not going to get the results that you want. All right. On that note, we're, we're going to wrap up. I want to thank everybody for joining. Encourage you to subscribe whether you want to or not. If you're listening to us, <laughs> if you're listening to us, just go do it. It makes us feel good. Uh, and what do you care? It just means you'll run into us again. Um, but, uh, but I think the take home is that you got to, you ought to do something a little above and beyond on this particular day and, uh, and just show a little effort. That's all. And you can get away. We gave some good examples, things you don't have to spend too much money on. The chocolate-covered strawberries one, do it yourself. That's an easy one. The cocktails, 
making somebody dinner, that's easy. The poetry, that is probably the winner. Write some poetry this year. That's the biggest take home. Uh, but on that note, uh, we will wrap. I want to thank you, James, and uh, thank Rosh Galeb in the background for feeding us your comments while we're live, and we will see you next time. Adios. All right, this is the other side. Thank you for making it so far into this podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and uh, help us promote and build this this podcast. We really enjoy doing it. We like having you here. So thank you for that. And let me know, is Valentine's Day a good holiday? Is it the worst holiday? Um, if not, are there worse holidays? Uh, either way, again, thank you for joining. See you guys next time. I like PBR. I just got priced out of it.